Hello, everyone. You're listening to POA Business Champs, a podcast for entrepreneurs and business owners throughout the local area. Today's episode is brought to you by Foxy Online Marketing. Foxy Online Marketing creates websites, social media marketing, SEO, and more to help small and medium businesses stand out from the crowd. I am your host, Jennifer Kulule. Here with me today is the Madonna of business, Miss Robin from Zinger Zanger. Robin, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for having me. I'm not sure about that title, but... You're an innovator. So, I'll take that one. Yes. Well, uh, just to start out, I'd like to give you the floor for the first minute or so just to tell people who you are and more about your business. Okay. Um, Like you said, I'm Robin Albright, and I'm an artist, and um, I'm opening a new business called the Zinger Zinger Shop of Curiosities and Contemplation. And inside of that space, I'm going to um, be selling vintage and art, but I'm also a coach, a life coach, and so I'll be doing that in there as well. Um, And I create art, like I said, which is way fun, and I love doing that, so it will include all those things. And um, what else? What else do you want to know about me? Well, (laughs) as I I, um, said, you know, I was... I was joking around and said the Madonna of business. You have been able to really show grace under fire and um, being able to adapt to uh, different circumstances that come up um, in your life. But also, one thing I really admire about you is if you want to do something, then then you do it. You know, <laughs> I do do that, don't I? Yeah. Sometimes I look back and go, "What was I?" But I think, but I think it's a a life well lived. Like you're not going to have regrets. Like oh, I should have, you know, what if I done this? I really like that that you said that because Mm -hmm. I do think that way. I I love to just try things and. I usually am pretty fearless, to be honest with you. I don't know where that comes from. I was just going to ask, where do you think that, <laughs> that comes from? I, I knew I, as a child I was really, really loved, and I felt very accepted with all of my thoughts. And so maybe that had something to do with it. It made me feel, um, I don't know, just like I could do anything. I think when you have a great support system mm-hmm. and a great foundation, it makes you feel that way. So so I, I do. I feel like I could pretty much so do anything. What has been your um, favorite business endeavor? And or also, I know that you used to be a manager for a fairly large store. Like, mm-hmm. what was your favorite job career-wise that um, you've ever done? I think that, uh, <laughs> to be honest with you, I think it's kind of now. Okay. Because uh, in the past, I was always so focused on climbing that ladder, mm-hmm. right? And I don't know. I don't feel that way as much anymore. I just want to influence the world and just make them happy and feel good about themselves, the people that I come in contact with. So it's not as much about uh, climbing the ladder anymore. And that's really something that has helped me really relax into what I'm doing now. Awesome. So, yeah, I yeah. love that. So. Yeah, I love it too. Yeah, yeah. For people um, that are still managers, um, what advice would you give them in communicating with their employees or creating culture? Oh, wow, there's so much. Um, hmm. Well, I think 
what I think is the hardest for employees is when um, they feel a lot of pressure from their manager or from the system that they're in. Um, so I think it really takes away from their creativity and their ability to be productive in creative ways. Um, and I see that happen all the time. It seems like people are feel forced to do their job mm -hmm. rather than uh, just enjoy the job at hand. There's a book uh, that I read a long time ago, and it, I know people probably know what it's called. It's called uh, The Flow, I think is what it's called, okay. or just Flow. It's written by some, uh, I can't even say his name, it's some Russian dude, I think. <laughs> but anyway, the book is all about uh, being in that space of flow so that it's a place where you enjoy what you do so much that mm -hmm. time doesn't matter, uh, the things around you, doesn't, they don't matter as mm -hmm. much. It's more about just doing what you love. And I think that when an employer can help an employee step into that space where they really are doing what they love, then they're going to have the best employee ever. Now, on the flip side of that, mm -hmm. the pendulum can sway too far. Oh yeah. That way, yeah. how how does a manager or a leader um, support them, but still get, you know? Yeah, get the job. Done. Yeah, get the job <laughs> done. Expectations. Well, mm -hmm. in the past, um, I've watched it. Um, taken care of two different ways. One way was you focus on what they're doing wrong and you point it out and you reprimand them or whatever it takes to get the job done. Mm -hmm. um, it doesn't seem to work that well to me. So uh, when I became a life coach, the reason I did that is because I worked with a company that really, oh, they they would do that. They would, they would, they would look at what's not working, at what's wrong, what didn't happen. And the employees always felt horrible because um, it was pointed out in front of other people sometimes. Mm -hmm. And, you know, mm -hmm. it just wasn't a good situation. So when I became a life coach, it was because I knew I had the ability at that point to sit across from somebody and see what their amazing attributes are and help them figure out how to move from point A to point B and do it in a way that uh, really supports their values and what's important to them. Mm -hmm. And so um, I love that about what I do as a life coach because, I mean, who doesn't need somebody to cheerlead you on mm -hmm. and to help you see what you do well versus what you do wrong? Right. Um, granted, there's always that piece there that, that didn't work so well, right? But still, around that are all the things you're doing well. And it's really something I think when a manager can uphold their employees and help them see what they do well, what's, what's amazing about them, um, and really cheer them on, because I think that you get more accomplished that way than the other. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it so, does. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I love it when I say something <laughs> It helps, too. It does, on the, yeah. On the show. Yeah, <laughs> good. I think it would. <laughs> so, um, what makes you excited to go to work? Oh, well, um, it's funny because that's a really interesting question. Mm -hmm. Because I have really, I've kind of disappeared for a while. Mm -hmm. So um, maybe I should share a little bit about that and why I'm coming back to work. If you'd like. Yeah, that mm -hmm. would work. So, so I was a, a life coach and a speaker in the past. 
and um, I was doing really well. Everything was going amazing. You were in your flow. I was in my flow, and I was mm. making such good money, and all those things, they were falling into place, and then my husband got sick, and when he got sick, he was diagnosed with something called behavioral variant frontal temporal degeneration, which is an early onset dementia, but it affects his frontal lobe, which is his personality, his emotions, and things like that. So it was really hard for our marriage, for our life, for everything. Everything fell apart. Mm -hmm. And when that happened, um, it caused a lot of rifts in a lot of areas. It was like this big, I don't know, like, Everything kind of stopped. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Time stood yeah. still almost. Yeah. yeah. Now I kept coaching through that and I think that was my saving grace because um, it helped me get myself out of my life and into the lives of others. And that was really special and amazing for me during that time. Mm -hmm. um, and I hope people that I coached got something out of it because it was like really hard in some, on some, in some days. Um, but anyway, uh, then my husband now has cancer, and this cancer is uh, the type that, well, he's just refused treatment because mm -hmm. he knows he has this other piece as well. So I really have dedicated my life to him over the last couple of years, mm -hmm. and I don't regret that at all. It's yeah. been amazing. Yeah. He's an amazing man, yeah. and I love him very much. And so, so that's been hard, though, because I haven't been around, like other people as much or anything like that um, and all of a sudden I, I looked at him probably a couple of months ago and I said Dave uh, you were supposed to die in uh, December of 2021 and you haven't and he goes I'm so sorry and I go no <laughs> I don't want you to feel bad about that but I was like I just need to get out I need to start planning my future and start paying attention to what I have to offer again yeah. And so this is kind of new for me. So going to work for me now is something that I'm getting ready to do, sort of. Um, I've been coaching in my home still and doing that in pieces, mm -hmm. but now I'm getting ready to, I'm renting a space and I'm gonna have a shop and a coaching studio and all those things and they feel very much, uh, very exciting to me. So what, uh, what, what was your question? What makes you excited to go to work? The fact that I'm going to be in the public again, that I'm going to be out there with people and saying hello to someone on a daily basis, you know, yeah. I love that. So, yeah. so, and I also hope that my space that I have is going to feel like an experience for people. So that's also exciting. I can't wait to see it. Yeah. I, I know it's just going to be super Robin. It's just going to, you're just going to put that unique twist on it. It's going to be amazing. Thank you. Yeah. I'm, I, ideas are starting to like really flow. So yeah, I can't wait. Yeah. It, it's going to be in Eureka or Germantown Hills. I'm Germantown sorry. Germantown Hills. Yeah. Yep. It's going to be there. And uh, yeah, it's going to be fun. I open uh, March 2nd. It's actually my opening day. So. so you're doing a lot of 12 and 16 hour days and Having Mr. Albright paint yes. yeah. <laughs> do yeah. things for you. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I, we're working hard to get it to get it going. So. The, the honeydew list never stopped. <laughs> it does not. Robin, can you tell me either um, professionally or personally who's been your biggest mentor? Oh wow. You know, <clears throat> no one's ever asked me that question before. That's mm. a really good question. I think. 
I think it would be my mom because, uh, yeah, I took care of her at the end of her life. And so there were a lot of things that were hard. But overall, throughout my life, she was always this amazing guiding light. And then I always say that she was my first, she was my coach. Mm. She really was. She was amazing. She taught me a lot of really great ways to look at life. And I think the ability to shift my perspective comes from her. Did she um, approach uh, parenting you in, in, in that um when you were a child, like young, like perspective yeah. and everything, she really did. That's she would awesome. she would say things like, uh, you know, I would ask her her opinion, and she'd say, well, she would always flip it back to me. What do you think? Mm -hmm. You know, and and she would, uh, I don't. She never made me feel really forced to do anything. She always gave me the options and wanted me to think it through for myself. Um, and I, I love that. I love the fact that she did that, you know? And if something was hard, she would always help me see it in a different way, which is what I do for clients, right? Yeah. Always help people see a different perspective. Or, she was I mean, a natural life coach. She really was. And she lived to be 92. Two. Yeah, amazing. That is amazing. Yeah, it's because she was so happy. She was a happy person, so. Wow. I know, right? <laughs> Gotta love that. Um, well, I was going to ask you the biggest challenge you had to overcome, but I think we kind of like talked about that with mm -hmm. the the episodes with your husband and yes. and everything. I said earlier that you've always demonstrated to me like grace under fire, even in that hard time. You took it and made something beautiful out of it, which was the the book that you did. Can you tell people about that? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It was. It was funny, we were living, because we lived in Florida for a while after Dave got sick, and I uh, was having a really hard time accepting what was happening. I'm like, this is not supposed to happen to us, you know? And I was just really frustrated about that. And I remember our son saying, why don't you take the thing that's the hardest and the ugliest right now and turn it into something beautiful? And I knew immediately what to do. I sat at our table and I wrote page after page um, because it's all handwritten mm -hmm. and it's like a workbook and it's called 12 Tiny Wellbeing Tips for Caregivers. And I did it uh, to kind of tell our story and to offer advice from a life coaching perspective for caregivers, but at the same time, it really spoke to me and helped me get through it. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, it was really healing for me to do that. Um, and then we didn't at the time, because life had been so hard, Dave lost his job, different things. We didn't have the money to print it. So I did a Kickstarter, earned the money to print the book. And then, uh, yeah, all kinds of good things have happened from that book. I, in, uh, when we were in Florida, AARP and the Alzheimer's Association did a little pitch contest and I was one of the top ones in that. And it was just fun, so much fun. If someone is a caregiver right now and they feel alone or, or isolated, I feel like this workbook would really help them express their feelings and know um, that there's someone out there that went through the same thing as them. Um, where could someone find this book at? It's on Amazon. Yeah, or they can just reach out to me um, in good old Germantown Hill. <laughs> <laughs> Illinois. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's a 12 tips 
well-being. Am I saying that right? 12 tiny well-being tips for caregivers. Okay. I'll make sure to put that link up um, yeah. for people too. Yeah. So um, what do you feel are the most important attributes a company must have in order to be successful? Uh, I think first of all they should have heart. Um, I think that whatever they're selling or promoting should come from a space of contributing to something bigger than themselves, so something from their heart. Um, I think they should, uh, I think they should, besides heart, my gosh, that's all I ever think about is that. Yeah. It's like, uh, I think they need support. They need su a support system as far as like people to sit around and brainstorm with and chit chat about what's going on because owning a business can get, it can get pretty hairy sometimes, It's right? like almost like being a caregiver as well. Like it really is. You're t you have to take care of the business, the employees, the payroll, the, yeah. you can feel isolated easily. Easily, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like I used to uh, work with, um, oh, mentoring with, um, what are they called? I'm trying to remember. The organization that works through the chamber, SCORE? Yes, I used to mentor through SCORE. And so I would do like help people come up with like a business plan and different things. And the one thing that I noticed is that often people would have an idea for a business, but then they would not have any experience or really not know what they were doing, you know? Mm -hmm. So I, I also would say besides the fact of having heart and support, that you actually really know um, what what you're is. getting into, yes, yeah. yeah, know the the ins and outs of what you're offering. Mm -hmm. So, so for instance, somebody when I, I remember when I was mentoring for score, somebody came in and said, "Yeah, I want to own a restaurant," and uh, they cooked really well. You could tell they had really great recipes, and but they had never experienced a business before. Yeah, and so it was like and food business, right? Mm -hmm. right? So. It was challenging, uh, no doubt, if, if they went forward. I mean, I helped them kind of create a plan, but mm -hmm. it would have been easier had they had already had some experience or really knew the business side of things. Yeah. So, yeah. I remember I was um, in culinary uh, school, and we had, you know, a whole class just about, like, food cost control and, like, it should be more than this percent and da-da-da-da-da. And I think, you know, that's something, if if you are not aware of that, it's gonna, right. it's gonna kill you. Yeah. So true. Yeah. yeah, you've gotta really, I, th I think research is huge. It's so important. And I think reaching out to businesses like yours or that you respect or, you know, wanna be like, if you can seek out a mentor, you know, I think that helps a lot of people starting out in, in business too. Definitely. Mm -hmm. I think that's true. Yeah, and there are always people willing to help, I believe. So yeah, you might just, get a couple no's, but right? Yeah. Never hurts, you know. I know uh, when I was when I was decided I wanted to become a life coach, I like I sought out life coaches and I'd call them up and they wouldn't know who I was and I'd say, Hey, you wanna do lunch? And they were like, uh, okay. <laughs> you know, it's like You were I, contacting businesses? Um, uh -huh. I did. <laughs> I was like, I just wanted to understand exactly what they did and how they did it and you know, any little nugget of information that would help and it did help. So Um, what percent of your clientele for um life coaches um business owners? Hmm, let me think. Uh, I've got two that are starting up um 
products mm -hmm. that are, they're going to offer to the world, which is very cool. Um, one is not a business, he's an employee, but he's amazing. Um, hmm. The reason I ask is because I know that you used to do a lot of uh, business coaching. I did, yeah. I used to work for a corporation and I would do executive coaching and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and it was fun. I, I remember the first time I went to this particular company, I was thinking, here I am an artist, you know, and I was thinking, oh my gosh, why would an executive, a suit, what would they need from me? And I was scared to death the first time I went. Mm -hmm. But it was amazing how people are people, right? It doesn't matter who you are, what level of, of whatever you are in mm -hmm. your organization, everyone's a human being and everyone has the same Walks sort of and needs. needs. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, yeah, I realized how very important my perspective was to a suit, actually. And so it worked out really well. I worked for them for several years. Um, I would recommend anyone um, listening, uh, even if you're a business owner and you want to speak to Robin um, for business coaching, you're still taking those clients, right? I am. I, am. I would definitely recommend you uh, reaching out to her because she does have a lot of insight and perspective um, as, as far as leadership and you were on emotional intelligence because before it came the buzzword, you know. That's a, you've always been a big uh, supporter of that. So yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think all those things are so so important. So anything that we didn't talk about that you'd like to discuss? Um, I love what you're doing, by the way. Thank you, by the way. <laughs> I really do. I think it's needed. And uh, and one thing I can say about you is I know you well enough that this is coming from your. Yeah, I'm in my flow. Uh -huh. <laughs> in your flow, so this is going to be beautiful. So, Miss Robin, where can people find you? Uh, your physical location, and then where can they find you online? Okay, so right now we're in the midst of uh, revamping my old website, um, and it's not quite done yet. So, but I'm on Facebook, you know, and um, I'm going to have my physical site. In Germantown Hills, it's uh, 369 Old Germantown Road in Germantown Hills. And um, anyway, yeah, or you know, I could give out my phone number. But <laughs> I don't know how smart that would be. <laughs> I like your um, I like your business address 369. The multiples, yeah, right. Like and it. then uh, I also zingerzanger at gmail.com. Okay, so that's the way. And your Facebook page that you want people to go to? Is just, right now it's just Robin Albright. Robin Albright. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right, guys. Well, that wraps up this episode of Peoria Business Champs. A huge thank you to our guest, Robin of Zinger Zinger. Also, thank you to our listeners. If you haven't yet, please join our Facebook group, Peoria Business Champs, where you can see more behind the scenes of interviews, local events, tips, and more. You can also find us on YouTube. Um, thanks again, everyone, and have a good rest of your day.